Hello, this is Reverend Raymond Kaufman, pastor of the Log Cabin Community Church in Vinings, Georgia. Welcome to our podcast. Today, it's Easter Sunday, and so from the Log Cabin Community Church to your home and your loved ones, we send you Easter greetings. Easter, you know, it's, I think, the greatest and the grandest and perhaps the most glorious happening ever recorded in the Bible. When we read the beautiful story of Holy Week and of Resurrection Sunday, um, every year, you know, Easter comes and goes, but it is with such fond memories. And uh, if you're uh, like me, when you think of a holiday like Easter, you look back at your childhood and what um, Easter was. And uh, we have so many fond memories. I remember a large extended family coming to my house. And I remember the food that my mother would prepare, a big Easter ham and all the uh, wonderful food, this, the smell of the ham in the oven with the pineapple and the cloves, and then the, s- the smell of chocolate, the Easter bunny and the Easter lilies. All of these things bring back very fond memories. However, to a believer, Easter really is much more than just the Easter dinner and the fanfare. It, it really is an event uh, that is a life-changing story. When we speak of the Easter story, though, one part of it is not looked at very closely, and I'd like to look at that today on our podcast. It was a thin slice of time wedged between the crucifixion on Good Friday and the resurrection, which tends to be missed. And I'd like for us to talk about three scenes today, an earthquake, darkness, and silence. When I think about an earthquake, I think about the terrible reports and the videos I watch when I'm watching the news. And many times uh, out west here in the United States, we have terrible earthquakes. And I know it's a, I can imagine living through something like that would be very frightening. Uh, when all of the the ground underneath your feet is shaking, you know, it changes everything around you. It causes such destruction. But you know, when Christ died on the cross, it triggered um, aftershocks of a terrible earthquake. And we read about that in the scripture, about Good Friday through Easter, that the, the ground just shook and rumbled. When we look at the, the Easter story, we think about a very important character, Mary Magdalene. Mary Magdalene goes through a similar experience in her personal life with an earthquake. Her, her life was once in shambles, possibly shunned by society and devoid of self-worth and esteem. And then she met the master, she met Christ, and whose healing touched her life so deeply that she became a devout follower. And she followed him and she supported him. And even now at his death, she's there to serve him. She received new life and it brought her back brought back such change in her life and her countenance that she wanted to serve him, as many of us do when we experience new life in Christ. But now at Calvary, she's just totally devastated. She's seen Christ die on the cross, and without Jesus, her life seems to have lost meaning and purpose. Can we relate? Of all the events that have taken place this past year, I think many of us have had to reformulate our lives in many ways and look at our lives through a different lens. And many of us feel like we've lost purpose and meaning in our life, which we're we're trying to, to get back. There was an internal earthquake for her. 
However, the earthquake is not without purpose. The rumblings continue until the break of dawn on Easter to accomplish something, and the hand of God moves. And rolling the stone away from the mouth of the cave, so that a broken Mary may enter in. And not only is the stone rolled away but of the tomb, but the seal of authority put there by the Roman Empire that was set on the stone is broken. Easter removes death, and we experience newness of spirit and of mind. A key message for us when we read about the earthquake is to remember that if I die in Christ, I will live. Now let's talk about darkness. As Christ commits his spirit to the Father, a great darkness envelops the earth, even though it was midday when he passed. And this darkness symbolized mourning and grief and despair and despondency and defeat. And this is also the darkness that engulfs Mary in her personal life, her, a, a personal darkness for her. But we're reminded of the words of Jesus who spoke and said, I am the light of the world. So here we are in darkness, but Jesus' words remind us, I am the light of the world. And it truly brought the rays of hope into her, into her life. Yet Mary is not deterred from demonstrating her devotion and dedication to the Lord. And the darkness of Calvary continues through the Sabbath day and into the early mornings of Easter. And while it is still dark, Mary goes to the grave out of an act of worship and adoration. And even while hurting and in sorrow and grief, Mary comes with a purpose in mind, to anoint the body of her Lord. And anointing is an offering. It's an act of worship, a sacrifice. It's to honor, exalt, and glorify the Lord. And Mary comes to do all those things. And even if Christ appears to the dead, Mary's love is still alive. It is this light of life lingering in her heart that holds her back long after Peter and John have left the scene. She peeps in to the cave once more. And the Mary who saw the two thieves on either side of Jesus on Good Friday, she now sees two angels. And they say to her, Mary, why weepest thou? Why are you crying? He is risen. And this rekindles that light within her. The key message is that God sends the light when we need it the most. And he continues to do that today. When we are in darkness, he sends light. Because Jesus said, I am the light of the world. The third element I want to talk about today on our podcast is silence. After the cry from the cross, when Christ called out, it is finished, and he said no more words, everything on that scene goes still and silent. The words she has listened to while accompanying the Lord are no more, and as the dawn breaks, the light shines through, and Mary sees the figure of a man standing in the garden, and he says, why are you crying and who are you looking for? And she replies, sir, if you've taken him away, tell me where you put him. And she thinks he's the gardener there. And he says, it is now that long silence from Calvary to the dawn of Easter is broken. And Jesus calls out and he says, Mary. 
And by calling her by name, it makes this encounter personal. He calls her by her name. He says, Mary, it's intimate. It's loving. It's encouraging. It's empowering. It's transforming. And and it gets her attention. And Mary's response was very joyous. And she said, Rabbi, you're, you're here. You're back. So the curtain of darkness is lifted. And the key message here is that when God breaks the silence, there is newness and there is hope. Beautiful Easter message in these three scenes, an earthquake, darkness, and silence. The messages are, because of Christ, I will live again. We have eternal life in Christ. And God sends us light when experiencing darkness. And out of a silence comes newness and hope. I close with these words that Jesus shared in his ministry. He says, I have come that they may have life and life more abundantly. That's my prayer for you this Easter Sunday. So you will be reminded that God comes to us in those dark moments, in the silence and in the earthquakes of life. He comes to remind us of newness in life. And he comes to give us that newness and to give us life and to give us life more abundantly. As we close out our podcast today, could we share together the Lord's Prayer in unity? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory ever and ever. Amen. From the Log Cabin family, we send you warm greetings, and we wish for you 